Hello, I'm Dan Hall. Making the show costs money. And if you listen regularly, please consider subscribing to my Patreon page. The link is in the show notes. But if you can't afford to, that's no problem. Instead, maybe you could recommend the show to a friend. Now this is the second of a two-part special, where I ask a number of guests to come back and tell us what they've been up to and play to us one of their latest songs. Enjoy. This is In The Key Of Q, featuring queer music, queer chat, and queer stories from around the world. Everyone is welcome to the conversation, whatever beautiful identity pleases you. Music helps us feel connected and know that we are not alone. Do remember to join the conversation across socials using the hashtag QueerMusic. I'm Dan Hall. Tune in and be heard. And now we welcome back one of the first guests we ever had on the show, the lovely Paul Andrews, because Paul, in fact, interviewed uh, for us, didn't you, right at the very, very start before we'd even launched. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. I, I can't remember the exact date, but I remember you said I was one of the first. Yeah, sure. Now, can you tell us what's been going on since we last heard from you? Um, well, I think, did we speak during the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, so um, I was working on a new album at the time, um, something that a lot of artists, I'm sure, were doing with the free time they had. Um, and I finished, uh, let's see, it was probably October of 21. I had finished an album and I was going to launch it that year, but it didn't make sense to, um, release anything around Christmas time. Cause it just gets lost in December. So I put it out to, uh, January. It was a new album called from the distance, a little bit different than my first album, but, um, I needed to, like I said, do something during the pandemic. I, I didn't want to come out of this situation without having done something constructive with the time. So can you tell us what was the big difference then between your two albums? And why was it, why was the style so different? What drove you to do that? The first album was more uh, atmospheric, a uh, little moody, um, uh, sort of like a richer palette, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And I tend to go that way. I wanted to step into something a little different. Um, For me, every song on the new album had to have some kind of beat because I wanted movement. I wanted momentum sort of to represent how we shouldn't be stagnant during that, that time period. And before we have a play out, Paul, of your new song that you'll introduce, can you tell us what the future holds for you? Well... Uh, earlier in 22, yeah, we're in 23 now. Um, gosh, we are, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) It goes by so fast. Um, in March of last year, I, uh, came down with Bell's palsy and I'm not sure if you can hear it, but (laughs) I still have it. It's been a bit of a challenge. I, I am getting more movement on the left side of my face, but, um, for those people who don't know, could you explain briefly what that is? Basically, something happens with the nerve uh, going into your face, and pretty much you, you're paralyzed on one side of your face. So I couldn't move anything for months. Um, typically, this clears up 
within a few months, but mine, they told me is a really bad case. It's coming up on 10 months now. Uh, my face does look better, but my speech is still affected. Um, of course, I am worried about how I'm going to come across when I sing. Mm -hmm. um, I have been practicing, <laughs> even trying to like move my mouth with my fingers. <laughs> but um, because of that, I sort of took a step back and I didn't want to do any promoting or recording because uh, I was just depressed with it. Um, but I have started writing again, um, testing how I sound. I have been inspired by a lot of stuff that I've been hearing. Um, again, little by little, just I do want to record another album. Um, I have an idea for an album title. I am. Um, it's going to be a different experience this time because now I, I live in Pennsylvania in the mountains. Uh, the my other albums were recorded in New York. Uh, this is going to be the first time that um, I'm away from that environment. Well, Paul, we certainly wish you a most fantastic speedy recovery so that you can uh, get that next album brilliantly made. I hope I sound okay. <laughs> you sound fine, darling. Don't worry. Now, could you please introduce us to your new song? Yeah, this is called Borrow Time. It's one of my favorites from the last album, From the Distance. It's a song about um, the experiences we've all had with um, sort of being inundated with death. Um, I, I don't know if I had maybe a different experience from other people, but um, during the pandemic, it was so common to go onto Facebook or to other um, social media and seeing that people you knew had passed away, you know, who uh, had COVID or had complications. And it was so, it was just overwhelming. Um, and it made me obviously think about our time that we have here. So the song, even though it sounds upbeat, it is a little dark with the lyric, but there's always hope in what I write. Um, so it is about, you know, making sure that we use our time to spend with our friends or to think, you know, good thoughts about the people who are in their lives. Paul Andrews, thank you very much for coming back and speaking to me here on In the Key of Q. Great, thank you. Moments of bliss are hard to find Running against this race of time Seems like a spell is taking
And I'm delighted to welcome back now to In the Key of Q, a guest who was with us in summer of 2021, the lovely Nick Fan. Nick, hello. Hello. How are you, Dan? I'm jolly good, thank you. Now, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Well, I've been up to uh, quite a bit. Uh, since we last spoke, I had released a, a single that was now the penultimate track on this new album that I'm working on at the moment. Kind of got caught up in the post-pandemic world, opening back to work and jobs and some new opportunities following along and realizing I kind of left the core sense of my creative self uh, at the sidelines. So within this past couple of months, I've been wrapping up all the loose ends on this album and I'm ready to release new stuff and to start performing it and uh, just start re-integrating uh, all of these experiences into my creative projects. Lovely. Do you have a title for it yet? Yeah. Uh, and the title was one of the first things that came to me. Um, and that's kind of always a jumping off point to me. Um, it's called Magnificent Obsession. Um, and I, I can't remember how that phrase just popped into my mind or where I heard it from, but it just seemed to encapsulate uh, this current work of pieces. Um, it just it, it encapsulates my obsession with what I'm doing. Um, and I'm really proud of it. I'm really excited to release it. And did you find that the album almost came to you sort of ready to go in that you you had a concept very quickly and you thought, ah, oh, right, in order to achieve that concept, I've got to write songs A, B, C, D, and E. Or is it you already just had a collection of songs and then a, a sort of singular theme or a mood started to emerge out of it? Well, usually uh, once I get some sort of conceptual title or work or idea, then things start to kind of fall into place. Um, there are some, there's an old track that uh, was a song that I worked on years ago uh, and was just waiting for the right moment um, to re-record it and to reimagine it. And so there's some brand, brand new stuff that I'm really proud of. And then there's this integration with some old ideas that happen to fit within that conceptual framework. Brilliant. That must be wonderful finding a home for an old song rather than have it left sprawling in a drawer. And there's a certain amount uh, with old songs and things that maybe you're struggling with that it's good to just kind of forget them and leave them by the wayside. Um, but there are a couple things, there are a couple gems that I've had that I'm like, there's something really good in there. If I could just sit with that a little longer, or wait for the right moment. Um, so there's an importance to both. I think, um, I struggle with kind of like abandoning songs or abandoning projects. Um, and sometimes they just don't work and it's more about the consistency of working and making new stuff than maybe integrating a piece of that into something different. And how do you go about mining that older material? So say, for example, if you're beginning to pull together an EP or an album and you find yourself with a little bit of a creative dead end, do you strike yourself up a cup of coffee and then start to rifle through old songs just in case there's something there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I remember something that an old art teacher uh, had said to me is she was like, don't throw anything away ever. Even if you don't, even if it's a, a horrible drawing or, or, or you're not proud of it because you can go back onto it, reflect or see where you've come from. Uh, so I have folders uh, on my computer of demos and ideas and unfinished tracks and recordings on my phone. And so then, yeah, if I'm, if I'm stumped there, I'll dig through that a little bit. And, oh, I really liked that chorus from that, or that chord progression from that little thing. What if I just take that and work it into something new? So that's definitely helpful. 
I remember reading an interview with one of the chaps from ABBA when asked if there were any unreleased ABBA songs sort of lying in the vault somewhere. They said, well, no, because if a song doesn't work, they simply pick the bit that they like and grow another song out of it. And I thought that was such an interesting idea. Yeah, and I remember Elton John had said something like that uh, about songs that don't work. Like if he's working on a song that is not working, he abandons it and moves on to the next one. Um, And there's something... Uh, really diligent um, about that, um, and it 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 takes something from you to to just throw something away. But that's kind of what everything is about. Now you've come onto the show with a new song to play for us, haven't you? So if we could use that, please, for our lead out, because I think your cab is waiting. So yeah. tell us about your new song. Um, this is the second song off of the new album. It's called No One Told Me. Um, and this is one of those songs that kind of just bubbled up out of the ether. And I, I captured it down really quickly. Um, and it came together really quickly. And uh, I'm really proud of uh, the work on this one. It's, it's pretty simple lyrically, but um, it's pretty poetic and pretty heartfelt. Um, we just finished... I'm filming a DIY video for it um, over this past summer, so that will be released in the next couple of weeks right ahead of the uh, Magnificent Obsession album release, which is on February 13th. Wonderful. Nick Van, thank you so much for coming back on In The Key of Q and updating us with your wonderful music. Lovely to talk to you again, Dan. Thanks so much. And now all the way from New York, a message from the lovely Vincent DeGeronimo. In the time since we've last chatted, I have released an album, 924, which is available on all streaming platforms. Please go give a listen, go give a like, share it, download it. 
Um, my song Chocolate and Booze was voted the number one song on Bear World Magazine's Top 21 of 2021. And just last summer, I got to play Uncle Fester in a New York regional production of the Adams Family Musical. So I got to tap into my musical theater roots for a bit. I'm currently working on a new album. It's a concept album inspired heavily by the graphic novel and Netflix series Heartstopper. Oh my God, I love that show so much. And I love the books so much. Uh, my last album, 924, uh, had me in a much sadder headspace. And I know sad, queer man music is my brand, but I'm trying to push myself a little bit. I love Ingrid Michaelson's concept album, Stranger Songs, inspired by the Netflix series Stranger Things. And I'm really digging a lot of indie pop music, uh, ranging from Ben Platt's latest album, Reverie to Orla Gartland and churches. So I hope to have some new music to share with everyone by the end of this year. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, thank you so much for the support. Be well. Uh, enjoy music. If the world's going to end Just leave us here in our bed Chocolate and some boots I've had your love so I can't lose From the first then you come to If you go first I'll follow you Pause to stop and think Without you this all means nothing They can fight over the rest Burn it down, panic and stress With your arms around my chest I'm fine here Even if she doesn't sing We moved on from everything
It's great now to welcome back probably the physically closest guest I've ever had on the show is he just lives uh, a mile or so down the road in London's sleazy Vauxhall. It is, of we course, love it. T- it is, of course, Tin. Hi, Tin. How's it going? Hi, Tin. I'm so good. How are you going? I'm um, good, thank you. Have you got yourself a nice fresh bottle of poppers there for the interview? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Just for you. Only because it's you, I brought extra. You bought some You bought some Captain Rush as well. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been doing since we last spoke? Good. Really great, actually. Really, really great. I finally am settled in London which is just a miracle. It's so good Welcome. to be here now. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. By settled, what do you mean? Are you now legal here? or what, Yeah, what, well... Did you get married? or what Yeah, well, the last time I was here, I uh, came here to be with my partner, but then I got stuck here. My country wouldn't let me back home. And so then I went back to Australia finally um, after everything went to crap there to get my visa. Then I was stuck there. And then I finally got my visa to be here permanently. So I'm, I can call myself a Londoner now. So it sounds like your lockdown experience was a bit shitty. Yeah. I mean, um, I was having to do a long distance relationship with someone on the other side of the world. And as most people know, Australia was border locked. And so that was, yeah, it was really stressful, really stressful. So having to do that and music and, you know, try and have some kind of sanity was really difficult. So we're glad we're on the other side of it now. Well, it sounds like you were creating music still, though. You didn't shut your brain down as well. Yeah, well, um, my partner's my producer, fortunately. So we had that um, between us as well, which is awesome. Um, and, you know, music keeps me sane for the most part. So very much a blessing. And what music have you been doing since we last spoke? Uh, since we last spoke? Well, 2022, which is last year now, um, I'd released... A uh, few singles. I released um, my EP called Sex, Cologne and Cigarettes. Uh, my prize single for last year was called Kingdom of Lights. Uh, and I released a single from my upcoming EP, which was called Chasing Highs. Uh, that that song is definitely one of my favorites that I've done so far. And favorite music video so far as well. Our lips collide from side to side, the taste of paradise, so don't think twice. We're kissing boys and chasing eyes, they say this is the life, if for a night. Our lips collide from side to side, the taste of So you say you've got an EP coming up, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so, you know, I, um... Uh, with the te- you know the last leg of getting my visa, I was just burnt out and finding any way to cope. And I just resorted to partying really hard all the time. You could say my stamina to party is really high now, which was demonstrated at New Year's Eve recently. And um, uh, <laughs> Which this it has EP- to be safe for someone living in Vauxhall, that's quite a statement. I mean, oh, yes. Vauxhall itself, even, even the... Even the eighty-year-old grannies in Vauxhall take MDMA <laughs> on a Sunday, in, you know, in a local supermarket. So With for you me. to say that, you must be quite high. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, this EP is is you know written primarily about those experiences, not just the coping, the experience of needing to cope, but also um, you know, the whole world that is partying. You know, it's a whole different world in itself that people don't know about. Why do you think we? party to cope why do you think that does help 
Um, and I mean, for me, it, it was definitely a moment to forget. Um, and as a musician, I love music and on the dance floor, I just close my eyes and just feel the music. Um, you know, being around people who I, um, really love some of whom, you know, wanted to escape as well. Um, and so being able to party and, uh, you know, kiss boys and lose myself is always a good way to forget really. Absolutely. I think all of us do need some form of escape and, uh, whatever way we can find it, good on us. Absolutely fantastic. Mm. Now, we're coming to the end of our slot, and this is really about you showcasing your new records. So, have you got something for us to uh, play you out with? Yeah, so um, I have a new single coming out. It's called Buzzed, um, and I actually wrote it uh, during the pandemic. It was about how I developed um, a pretty epic drinking habit, uh, and uh, rather than, you know, being upset about my drinking or, like, making it a problem. I just embraced it. And um, out came the song called Buzzed. Um, it's a bit like underground Berlin-y pop moment. And I love it. And I hope you guys love it too. Wonderful. Thank you. And I'm hoping to go to Berlin at some point in the spring or summer. So I hope you're going to be there to uh, hold my hand and tell me where to go. Absolutely. We can get buzzed together. Some call it a problem. Big thanks to Tin, of course, and all the other guests that came back in this two-part special to share their music with us. Thanks very much for listening to this episode, and remember you can support In the Key of Kiyu via Patreon, or alternatively, recommend it to a friend. The theme tune is by Paul Lee Nidu at unstoppablemonsters.com, with press and PR by Paul Smith. Help others discover new queer music by giving the show a review where you listen to podcasts. Remember as well, go listen to part one if you've not done so already. The show is made at Pup Media. I'm Dan Hall. Go listen to some music and I'll see you next Tuesday. The rush,
trouble.